0: I think leadership in education is about trying to bring the best out of everybody. Mm. Um, and it's about creating that culture where everyone feels they can step step up to be their best. Mm. So sometimes that can be modeling to teachers how they can be really great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's giving permission to teachers about trying new things, um, being better than they are at the moment. Um, sometimes it's saying to people, stop, we're doing too much. Let's just concentrate on the three or four things that matter, Um, but I think a big part of it is about creating the right culture.
1: So we're here at St. Stephen's Catholic Primary School in the heart of Westminster. We're here to interview and meet Simon Atkinson, a remarkable and inspiring head teacher and leader. I met Simon about three and a half years ago when we started delivering the music curriculum here and this school is oozing with creativity, charisma and character. I'm really looking forward to meeting Simon and finding finding out more about his thoughts on collaborative leadership. How leaders connect to inspire not only their own school, but the whole community as a whole. Come on in and enjoy the show. Simon Atkinson. Hello. The legend. So let's start off with a few quick fire questions. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to make a, I'm going to say a word or phrase and just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Ready? Friends. Food. Parents. Love. Family. Warmth. Holiday.
0: Sun. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Children. 200 of them
1: (laughs) (laughs) good number Um, leadership
0: challenging Mm. who inspires you oh gosh the children I work with every day and the teachers I work with and the adults in this school Mm -hmm. culture positive ethos caring
1: vision broad technology everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Technology <laughs> is everywhere and that's certainly something that we're going to we're going to yeah. touch on today. So, take us back a little bit. Take us back and tell me what was school like for you starting from primary school. Oh,
0: goodness. Um I went to primary school in Northwest London. Um That's where I went to primary school, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> ask part? you. After? Cricklewood. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um and I remember infant school being just. I can remember friends. I can remember playing. I can't remember much learning, but we must have done some. I can, <laughs> yeah, done some. <laughs> I can remember assemblies, the head teacher, and I'm still in touch with her. Wow, yeah. amazing! Um, nativity play, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Secondary, um, junior school, yeah, still, still remember the friendship group I was in. Um, Residentials, so mm. going to Beaud in Cornwall, um, yeah. yeah, but you know, I can't remember a maths lesson or an English lesson, no. But. Neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> How did you manage to stay connected with your head teacher? Um, my mum worked at the infant school after I was there and she stayed in touch with her and then just Christmas cards are followed and then yes, yeah, saw her, this during the last year,
1: yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. And was he or she one of your your most inspiring teachers at at school or...?
0: She was a constant, Mm. yeah, so she was always there. She was quite old school, you got told off you were naughty, she had her dogs in the school, she Mm. used to go to her office and see her dogs, Um, just a bit of a character. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's always those teachers with character that that we often remember, isn't it? Teachers with charisma that sort of stand out from the crowd. So, how did things progress from there? What was high school like for you? And-
0: high school was... it was fun. I, I was a kid that worked hard, mm-hmm. um, always did pretty well, always in like, back then the top set yeah. or near the top. What was the
1: favourite subject? Chemistry. Okay, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, loved it. Did GCSE, did A-level. Yeah, mm-hmm. just found it easy. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: yeah. Yeah. You found it easy. Yeah. Wow. A-grade student
0: straight away through. I got A-level, a yeah. I, yeah, it's bizarre. I just found I could learn it, understand it, had a really good teacher. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Just great.
1: Amazing. Was there any other subjects that, you, uh, that sort of resonated with you?
0: Uh, probably all the sciences, so well, yeah. I did um, biology A level as well, did maths A level, mm-hmm. did physics GCSE. Kind of explains the tech. Mm.
1: <laughs> 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 love it, love it, yeah. love it. And then how did you get into headship? Was that something that you always wanted to do or something that you more like fell into?
0: It's really odd. When I um, trained as a teacher I had a really good friend who was a head teacher and she told me never to become a head um, <laughs> wow. I didn't come into teaching thinking yes I'll definitely be a head teacher didn't come in thinking I definitely wouldn't be a head teacher mm-hmm. um, I worked in a fantastic little school in County Durham when I was an NQT and for the year after and the head there was someone that encouraged me to think about leadership mm-hmm. and say look you you've brought all this stuff with you into teaching, Um, where can you go with this, what could you do with your skills Um, and she encouraged me to apply for sort of middle leaders posts quite early on Great. Um, and then from then came to a school in London where things just seemed to happen quite quickly and found myself as an assistant head within a couple of years. Fantastic,
1: Um, so what was it that inspired you to get into teaching in the first place?
0: The children, Um, I worked a lot with children before and my job let me go into schools quite a lot and I found I really enjoyed that side of things. What so job was that? I was a full-time parish priest. Oh wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, and was you know, vice chair of governors of one school and was in the school all the time and mm-hmm. that, it was that side of things that really excited me. Yeah. Um, so trained as a teacher and oh. yeah.
1: And then do you miss that side of being with the kids every day or...?
0: Um, Yes, I must admit there are times you think and you're in here and you're plowing through figures for somebody else I think I'd, I would love to be back in the classroom teaching sure. um, yeah it's been ten years since I was a year six teacher so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, things moved on. Wh-
1: what's the big difference between where you were before um, in terms of being in Durham and being in the heart of the city here in Westminster
0: things are very different um, County Durham everything war it, it was a small village things were there for the children in the village in terms of families were very close to the school but the children had not a lot beyond the boundaries of the village, Mm. so they didn't leave the village. It was quite a um, downtrodden, um, former mining community, third or fourth generation unemployed. Um, Aspirations were quite low. School did really well, got great results, Mm. Um, but you know, even providing a simple opportunity like a trip out, Mm. you had to plan really hard. Whereas. In London we've got, we're on the tube line, we've got access to the city centre, um, tubes and buses are free for London children when you go through the Mayor's Travel Scheme, you've got the, you know, the Victorian Albert Museum is down the road, Natural History Museum, all that London can offer in terms of culture and diversity is here. Mm-hmm. and I, It's a very exciting place to be and a very Absolutely. exciting place for children to grow up.
1: Mm-hmm. And is that what are the things that you're encouraging here as head teacher at St. Stephen's that are that are celebrating that diversity that culture tell us more about that
0: i think our curriculum tries to do that, we mm-hmm. try to let the children be themselves, to tell their own story, to value their family background, their cultural backgrounds, their linguistic backgrounds mm-hmm. um, and to bring that all to the table in terms of their learning.
1: Yeah, sure. I know you did something uh, in terms of World Book Day the other day, how was that? It's next month. Oh, it's coming up. It's coming up. It's got coming it. up. It's coming up.
0: It's on the website already, and it's yeah. flagged, isn't it? Yeah, I got think it. it's we're, for World Book Day. We are the children. Each class has got a book that's a theme. They're coming in dressed as characters or something to do with that book. Okay. Um, and then what we always do is the adults will choose a book and will read, and the children can choose which adult they go and hear read that day. So they're not stuck in their class groups. They no. they can go and hear the you know the yes yes can go and hear the nursery teacher. Read their favorite book yes right? yeah
1: love it and are you dressing up as any characters? I've not
0: decided yet yeah uh, Harry Potter has been too well used by me so I need to find something else this year
1: That's been fascinating yeah so tell us your sort of philosophy on leadership. You've been a head teacher here for how many
0: years? I've been here three and a half years. Three and a
1: half years. And what's your philosophy on, on leadership?
0: I think leadership in education is about trying to bring the best out of everybody. Mm. Um, and it's about creating that culture where everyone feels they can step, step up to be their best. Mm. So sometimes that can be modelling to teachers how they can be really great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's giving permission to teachers about trying new things. Um, being better than they are at the moment Um, sometimes it's saying to people stop we're doing too much let's just concentrate on the three or four things that matter Um, but I think a big part of it is about creating the right culture.
1: Yeah yeah and what's been your proudest moment in creating that culture?
0: Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> or one of.
0: <laughs> one off. I think we, had, we were 160 years old last year yeah. and we had a big celebration as a school and the bishop came to visit. And that was really fascinating because her visit shone a light on the school at that particular moment in time mm. and it's really good having another pair of eyes who isn't an inspector yes. um, saying you know I've, I've met your children and the values of this school shine through so mm. the importance of community shines through and the importance you place on friendship and forgiveness shines through mm. because we we can try and build in things that encourage that within the children, but it's really difficult to measure. Yeah. And just have that single moment where somebody was saying that, where the celebration was awesome, where the music was fantastic, right. and people commenting on the music, and the feedback was that that event gave people hope. Yeah. And I think for someone to say that wow. is just so special. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How, how important is the creative curriculum ever since deepens for you?
0: I think hugely mm-hmm. um, there's still a lot of work to do, but mm-hmm. I think we've we pushed a lot of time and energy into music mm-hmm. and the children enjoy music they flourish in music, they enjoy singing, they enjoy performing yeah. um, and the, the quality of that has changed astronomically in the last three years. yeah and
1: what would you say to I don't know maybe a, a new head teacher or a head teacher that? That had a sole focus on sort of numeracy and didn't want anything to do with a creative curriculum.
0: I think there are always times to focus on the basics, and often you have to because needs must and very often that's what parents will hold you account for. to, to account for, it's what the inspectorate um, used to hold you to account for. There's mm. sort of green shoots on the horizon with this really positive suggestion that they'll look at the whole curriculum, how you plan your curriculum. And I think we have to remember that not every child flourishes in that tight academic environment. Mm. So to have a focus on the creative curriculum means that children who have those abilities can develop them further and the other children can discover that they can enjoy singing, that they mm-hmm. can enjoy making music um, and art and other things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I see you've got uh, Teach Like a Champion over there, is that something that you've, I've, you've read? And...
0: I've dipped into it. Okay, yeah. great. It's a big book. <laughs> it is, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you take one strategy at a time and, and have a look at it, yeah. yeah. I think had I had that as a classroom teacher I'd have been really excited about it. Yeah, yeah
1: for sure. Yeah, It's something that teachers can definitely yeah. take away yeah. and implement that. by yeah. step. It's quite powerful, yeah. And what's your um, what? So we spoke about leadership and your mm-hmm. philosophy on that. And I noticed that you know one of the things that I love about coming to this school is like your office <laughs> and your the tech. <laughs> that is in this building is just remarkable. Tell us about what you use for tech and how you implement that throughout your school.
0: I think we, when I arrived at the school, I said to the teachers, if I had a magic wand, what would you want? And they Mm. said, we'd want want whiteboards that work, we'd want computers that don't take 45 (laughs) minutes to switch on. (laughs) And so we did put a big investment into that. So they've all got flat screens in their flat panels in their rooms. Mm -hmm. Um, They've all got relatively new computers that, that should start very quickly right. um, we've got tablets we've got um, Chromebooks um, and the big thing about that was it wasn't about just having new display devices it mm-hmm. was having new ways of opening that learning out yeah. it's about making a good teacher an even better teacher mm-hmm. um, and improving the quality of the interactions that are taking place so on the software we use and we use smart we've we use the interactive games. Um, we have the children collaborating on pieces of work across their Chromebooks and things like that. Okay.
1: Um, how does that work? Does it uh, synergize across two devices? It does.
0: Yeah. <sighs> well, they? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's called Smart Amp, and I don't know an awful lot about it, but you, you speak to the t- my year four teacher and my year two teacher are both smart exemplary educators now. So they've been wow. off, they've been trained up, they really understand how it works Then they act as models to the rest of the teachers. Fantastic.
1: Fantastic. And this, tell us about this and how, how that operates.
0: That's It's an interactive whiteboard, um, so it means if we have a meeting in here, we can be looking at documents on there. We can use the pens and mark the documents up if we want to. Uh, if we're feeling really flash, we can share our meeting remotely as well. If somebody can't be here, um, you can send the meeting to them as well. Um, but just it's just a way of being able to use the computer in a way that everyone is talking and collaborating and not, not having to. Um, do their own little piece of work.
1: Great. And you've clearly done a remarkable job here at St. Stephens and throughout that journey I'm sure you've gone through some challenges. What was the biggest challenge that you faced so far and how did you overcome it?
0: I think the biggest challenge for us as a school was probably um, the Grenfell Tower um, yeah. tragedy because we were deeply affected in that. Uh, a staff member was very personally affected by that. Yeah. Um, actually lots of the children were as well, it's only a mile away. Mm. Um, and we can see it from our rooftop playground Mm -hmm. so I think that it it really um, shook the whole community that something like that could happen to someone we know and to other people that were sort of friends of friends as Mm -hmm. well and I think what it did though is bring us together as a group of adults in the school who Mm -hmm. wanted to reach out and help um, the person Mm -hmm. that that was affected but also helped us to focus the children as well because it, it became a very not inward-looking time but a very thoughtful time yeah. um, and there was a, you know it was about helping children to walk probably a very spiritual journey and mm. get, allowing them to access their deepest thoughts to express that in different ways we had prayers written on post-it notes and stuck up in our library and things like that um, not ever a thing you can plan for yeah you can have a policy on that kind of thing mm. but actually on the day it's how do we step up to this? How do we make time to react in a really positive way, an appropriate way?
1: And I presume there's a lot of collegiality and togetherness within that. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. a huge amount, yes, yeah. yeah.
1: And you spoke we spoke briefly before the camera started rolling about the collegiality within the Westminster cluster. Yeah. And how you are, you've got really good friendships with a lot of heads.
0: I think um Westminster and the northwest cluster in Westminster is probably the the closest group of professionals I've ever worked in. Wow. Um, there are we're a group of nine, ten schools, and heads are very happy to email it all the others to say, "I don't know the answer to this. Anyone got any advice? Mm. What have you done about this?" Mm. It's you know nobody thinks, even ten years into the job, that you've got all the answers, yes. and everybody's mm. very very helpful and comes back to you mm. um and it's fun as well yeah that's which, important. which always yeah. helps right yeah, yeah.
1: that's one of the things that i was always curious about when i started when i started jnc was we know all of these head teachers mm. and none of them were connected and you know, mm. schools back then were very very isolated yeah. and the school wouldn't know the school ten mm. minutes, two minutes mm. down the road and you know it could be and when we came in, they was like, "Oh, you know that person over there? Could you introduce us?" Because yeah. it was such like a game changer mm. for us. Mm. and I really like how schools nowadays are collaborating so yeah. much more. Yeah. Yeah. I still think there's a way to go. Totally, but, yeah. School, yeah. schools yeah. schools now are collaborating and yeah. integrating yeah. a lot yeah. more, which is helpful. Yeah. yeah, is there is there anything in particular that helps your your journey within that cluster, within that sort of friendship, within that network?
0: I think for us it's just as a school about being open to being part of it and I think it's been the openness of the other members of the cluster to welcome new heads in Mm. to make sure they know what's happening Mm. you know and it's other heads in my first couple of weeks picked up the phone and said there's a really important meeting on tuesday Mm -hmm. i'll come with you right um just those tiny little things that actually when you're going into a new place even as a head Mm -hmm. you might not like going into a room full of people that you don't know all those things happen yeah Um, people make sure you're sort of in the right place at the right time yeah and we'll check in on you if you don't turn up to something yeah you know because they know that we all get busy we get snowed under Um, very often if someone's not there there's a good reason for it, and they might just need that that five minutes on the phone.
1: Yeah, really, really helpful. And what's the what would you say? How would you describe the, the staff culture here at Saint Stephen?
0: Loud, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah, they're an interesting bunch to train because yeah. they, they, they enjoy interacting so much it can bubble over. Mm. Um, they're a really positive bunch. Um, there's no sense of them and us between teachers and teaching assistants. Fantastic. Um, it's and it is very much focused on the children. Mm. They're also very aware of the context they work in. So we. We've recently been looking at our vision statement as a school and they were very clear they wanted to root it in what it means not just to be a school not just to be a Church of England school but this school in Westbourne Park at this time.
1: Mm. How did you go about implementing that because that's what that can be quite challenging to implement yeah a, we're a mid-
0: midway through at the moment so mm. we we talked to governors about what they wanted and what was important for them mm. we talked to staff about what they wanted mm-hmm. um, and some common thread sort of came out, and then we've gone away and written a draft, Mm -hmm. and that draft is in the process of going back. The the staff have seen it and love it, Mm -hmm. don't ask me to repeat it, (laughs) and then that's going to then go to to governors for approval. So, it's taken probably a good six, seven months as part of the process, Mm -hmm. but I think that's right to get it just right. And how many
1: staffs do you have here? About 34. Yeah, quite a number. Okay, great. And you're a one-form entry, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Fantastic. I'm going to ask you a few short five questions. So, yeah, just say your thoughts, uh, sort of the first thing
0: that comes to your mind.
1: Favourite book? Oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) So am I allowed to say Nigella's Domestic Goddess? Wow. Wow. (laughs) Because I love cooking. Okay, love it, love it. (laughs) Love it. what do you love about cooking I, cooking time for me is just time out mm. it's time uh, out from tech a little bit but I might be saying Alexa give me a five minute timer <laughs> I might have the iPad on with the recipes on Yeah. Integration, um, but I think it is it's creative mm-hmm. um, it's performing to an audience whether that's one other person or five or six mm-hmm. um, but I think it's just Using a totally different skill set. Yeah, and I, I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very focused. Yeah, activity, yeah. Favorite holiday destination?
0: Cornwall. Wow.
1: Why is that? I'm very, very curious.
0: Have you been? No. You see, if you this go, th- you will agree with me. It's just, it's calm. It's peaceful. It's the scenery is stunning. Um, it can be a bit busy in the summer, but there aren't endless streams of blocked roads. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, it's Britain at its best. It yeah. Sounds very calming. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: great. What's been your most joyful moment as a as a school leader?
0: I think. Probably, it's back to the Bishop's visit last summer, last, mm. last November, yeah. yeah. And it's that, that, that external affirmation and actually the celebration itself and the children and the singing, yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: What is it that wakes you up every morning and inspires you?
0: The idea, it's corny, but it's the idea that the job we do makes a difference. Mm. Mm. And it can, if, it, if one day makes just one child's life a little bit different, then it's worth it. Mm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And how would you describe your your relationships with your colleagues, with your community here at
0: Central? Asia? I think we've got a really warm relationship. Yeah. Um, our parents are very quick to approach us with issues and problems mm-hmm. um, and in a very... Um, in a way that shows they trust us. Yeah. And I think that that's really important because it, it, it's very easy as a school, particularly a school serving a community with a lot of deprivation to mm. be the school that is wagging the finger and saying, you must do this, you must yeah. do that, and being the parent figure. Mm-hmm. And I think we try hard not to be, there are times when we may need to be, mm-hmm. but I think we try and get alongside people and walk with them. How do you
1: get, how, what's, a, what's a tip or the skill that you implement to sort of galvanize that trust? So I know that's something that, that I found difficult in the past. Um,
0: I think be visible, mm. um, be on the gates. Um, we're lucky we have got one gate in, one gate out. Yeah. So I learned that from my first head teacher in London, mm. is that somebody, preferably the head or the deputy, should be on that school gate every morning. Yeah. And I know people say to me, is it not a waste of time? Actually no because just that simple good morning you're setting the tone mm. um, and actually if you greet a parent and say good morning and they were probably come, possibly coming in to tear a strip off somebody then mm-hmm. that can actually alter the course of that happening yeah. but it also means you're putting that um, that money in the bank each day with them with yeah. the good mornings that when they need to see you about something you've already got a tiny spark of a relationship there. Mm. Um, is that
1: from the that the same narrative from The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? That sort of, um, depo- that emotional deposit. <laughs> emotional back. deposit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating yeah, but, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I was speaking to um, Jeremy Hannay about it the other day as well. And he was like, The Seven Habits is really good, but Jazz, you've got to get The Eighth Habit. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. I need to, I went on <laughs> Amazon awesome. like that, Eighth yeah. Habit. <laughs> yeah, got yeah. it, got it, fantastic. And if you were to, if you were launch padded in as the inspector for schools or the chief inspector of schools, what is it that you would change about education?
0: I think if I had the chance to alter the inspection process, I would get rid of the outstanding grade. Because mm. I think every school should be checked as whether it's given a good level of education mm. and then freed to become an excellent school in its own context. Oh. And what's excellent here isn't excellent elsewhere. Mm. Um, and It's about what is reflective of this in the context. I think the current framework is just too constraining and people go down this tick box culture. Yes. I think I, want, I have to do these five things to get to outstanding. Yeah. Was, no, you need to do what's best in your context for your children.
1: Absolutely. And every school is different, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was always I always wondered about why they call it outstanding, mm. because to be outstanding means to stand out, which mm. also, which almost has an undercurrent of, well, every school shouldn't stand out. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is why I kind of prefer words like excellent and yeah. that sort of thing, because every yeah. every school can yeah. excel. Yeah. But if on, only a certain percentage exactly. are, is targeted yeah. to be outstanding, yeah. otherwise, yeah. if yeah. everybody's outstanding, yeah. then doesn't really become outstanding. But yeah. if everybody's excellent, that's
0: that's yeah become yeah. perfectly normal. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah.
1: Who made that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody twenty years ago. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I'm I'm sure there's probably a reason for it, mm. which maybe I've not thought of. Oh. But um, but yeah, it's just something that crossed my mind quite a lot. And final question. Oh. So you, if you had any parting words of advice for a, a head teacher that's just about to step into headship, that really wants to make an impact in the world, what would be the sentence or departing statement that you would leave
0: with them? I think to build up your own support community and make sure you use that at every step of the way, yeah. not just on the, on the bad days as well as the good days. Mm. Because I think there are times where we can be quite protective as a profession, we don't like Mm. to show our wounds and our bruises to other people. Mm. But actually, in a school, as a head teacher, is quite lonely. You need those people outside of your school that you can pick up the phone to and just say, it's not going well today can I have a coffee, a glass of wine, a chat, mm. um, or it is going well, I want to tell you about it, because I think those, those groups, that collegiality is what will keep you going. Mm.
1: It's connected learning, yeah. isn't it? And it's yeah. a little bit like what we said in, um, when we were discussing black box thinking. Yeah. Um, and it's about, yes, it can be very isolated, yeah. and yes, it can be very sort of lonely, and it's yeah. how you how you break out of that and how you mm. develop a, a culture around development as yeah. opposed to, oh, you've done the wrong thing or feeling like you can't speak out if yeah. you feel like you've done something wrong or you're absolutely. not quite clear on something. Yeah. 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 Simon, it's been absolutely incredible to thank speak you. with you and to learn more thank about you. your story, your journey, and um, I'm sure that you've inspired a lot of people
0: out there, so thank you very much Thank you.